One witch is powerful. A coven of witches is unstoppable. Want to go deeper in your craft with the support of your basic witches? Then join our coven on Patreon. We have three tantalizing tiers with ad-free episodes, shout-outs on the pod, monthly card pulls, and girl talk, where you get to connect with us one-on-two. So, are you a basic witch, boss witch, or our best witch? We can't wait to see you in the coven. Hexo, hexo. Basic witches. I mean, we're witches, <laughs> basically. Which, please, stop subconsciously hating yourself, shoulding all over yourself, and for the love of goddess, stop thinking you have to do it all on your own. This witch is haha here to help. Find me on sexandthesynchronicity.com for coaching, courses, card pulls, and deep XX exploration through erotic art. Fortune favors the bold, so be bold, be that witch, and head to sexandthesynchronicity.com. Hey witches, Leah here. You know my all-time favorite thing to talk about is manifestations, synchronicities, and going for the goals. So if you're ready to put your feminine energy in the front seat and whoa manifest some sh Wait, are you really gonna bleep out sh I can't say sh This is my commercial. Anyway, what are you waiting for? It's can or never. Join my four-week manifestation course, buy my deck, art, and more by going to www.leahknauer.com. L-E-A-H-K-N-A-U-E-R.com. What is up, witches? You're listening to the Basic Witches Podcast. I'm Rachel LaForest. I'm Leah Knauer, and today we say yes and with our friend Judy Holler. And we talk all about the magic of improv and taking a leap into the unknown possibilities and saying fuck yes to new things and new people and just making mistakes. Yes, we talk about throwing mistake celebrations. Ooh, you witches are going to love it. Um, we would love if you'd show us some love. Leave us a five-star iTunes review. It helps us more than it should. And please give us a follow on Instagram, at basicwitches. To top it off, if you would show your support by joining the Patreon, that would mean so much to us and the team of people it takes to make this show for you. So head on over to at Basic Witches and find the links to all the goods. It truly does take a village and we appreciate all of your support so much. So thank you for all the love. Um, I think you're going to love this episode with Judy. Fuck yes. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is so epic. Improvisers unite. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. Right? I'm it's so, so nice to have you, Judy. Oh, it's so good to be here with you. And as I said in the beginning, hexo, hexo to both of you. I um, I just love the work you guys put out there. I love the vibe. And, you know, listen, you've got that comedy background and that improv background. And I think that is something that 
my God, you know, has saved my life on a literally oh my God, has saved yes. my life too. Let's <laughs> talk about it because me too. Yeah. Let's I love talk about how. Yeah. Like, yeah. I already, this is so crazy. We're witches. I already knew we were going to talk about this. I mean, I guess it's kind of obvious because yes, we're all improvisers. (laughs) We all know yes. And, but literally yes. And was part of what saved my life. Mm. Um, when I was attacked and assaulted, I yes. And did my attacker, Mm. my improv instincts were the only thing that kicked in and literally the reason I was able to escape was because I yes and did what he was saying I agreed air quotes and added to it (laughs) to the demands he was making Mm -hmm. and that's how I got to get distance to literally run for my life holy fucking shit (laughs) yeah that's like the best testimonial for UCB one could ever give (laughs) (laughs) not not it's not every day you hear that kind of testimonial right improv training mantra you know but this is again the power of possibility improv really for me was a possibility driven mindset because even as I look at you now Rachel a woman who's walked through that um you are thriving and beautiful and bright and in forward momentum, you're still fucking yes ending. That yes. is the difference. And there are so many people that are like, oh my God, this happened to me or I lost my daughter or something bad happened or I lost my business or COVID. Okay, sure. And what are we going to do with it? Right. And what's that next motherfucking step? Because it's the series of next steps that really determines who you become out of it. And so I'd love to see you shining because there's a lot of women, women that stay stuck in it. And you have said, no, I own it. This is my life. And I love that you used it as sort of a really witchy trick to get yourself out of a really dangerous situation. <laughs> yes. And it, and I have the improv training and experience to think for that because in those Shit. moments, you don't have time to think. Oh. And like UCB where Leah and I had house shows where we did our training, where we come from, right. like their motto is don't think. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't have time to, and those, that training kicks in. Mm-hmm. Also, full body goosebumps to everything you said, Judy. Thank you. (laughs) I have them now too. And I love the don't think because I am really good at thinking, overthinking and thinking again and then thinking this myself into sort of um, inaction and overwhelm and perfectionism. And y'all are entrepreneurs. You're out there doing big things in the world. Do you guys find that, you know, even though we know better, which is great. I still, but at least now I can call it for what it is. When I'm in perfectionism, when I'm deep in procrastination, when I'm deep, because I will say to Amanda on my team, we just had a meeting. I'm like, yo, I have been trying to rewrite one sentence in an email for our newsletter for for like eight minutes. This is stupid. Hey, wait, move, go, move. Yes, absolutely. I have anxiety. And when I started doing improv, which was now 10 years ago, so crazy. Like I didn't know how to make choices because there were so many options and I'm a Gemini. So it's just the brain is always moving. Oh my gosh, really? I love that for us. I love that. So May 30th, what are you? June 20th. Wow. 
So I'm front end of the cusp. You're on the back end. Uh huh. Wow. Uh huh. So, so but when I when I started doing improv, it was like, oh, you just make a choice and move on. It's not a big deal, and like things always change. And to be open to that adaptation is what makes life go on in a beautiful way. Yeah. Yes. You know, one of my favorite um, ideas to consider, you know, from entrepreneurship to just like living life and making choices. Um, improv for me was figuring out that it's not always about the best motherfucking thing it's about the next motherfucking thing right yes. and so we could sit there and and literally be like oh my god i need the best website the best podcast graphics the best music the best intro the best everything right the best body whatever it may be really the people that are doing the things you seek to do in this world, they they want great things. And this doesn't mean we sacrifice quality, but we're more obsessed with movement. And the people who move can figure out how to get it wrong faster, which means we also can get to the right thing. Now. Yes, and a huge yes. part of that for me is seeing well, the improv mindset of mistakes are a gift. Yes, On our first ever episode of Basic Witches, Rachel slipped up and said, follow your intuition. And we immediately were like, that's it. Like, that's not a mistake. That was like meant to be that you said it that way. And that's what improv like allows you to yes. see is like their humor and oh. the gift in the mess ups. So many goosebumps to everything oh, both God. of you are saying. To Judy, what you said, it brings to mind, done is better than perfect. Yeah. Which as a recovering perfectionist is one of my mantras. And then to Leah, what, what you're talking about in episode one of that slip up, it also took Leah catching it. That's the other part of improv. You don't let anything buy you. That's what makes us all great conversationalists, speakers, writers, comedians. Everything is important. Yes. yes. You pay attention. Uh, you listen. You literally listen. And you lean in. And I'll never forget, because when I was starting improv, I, I started late in the game. So I'm like an OG, not an OG of improv, but just an OG, right? So I'm 45 <laughs> years old. And I took my first ever improv class at the age of 30, okay? And so I thought I was like this ancient fossil. I was like, oh my God. Every Where did you go? What school was Second it? Second City in Chicago. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. people are running that game, right? Saturday Night Live. Uh, stand up. Um, Chris Red was in the conservatory when I was in the conservatory. He's on SNL right now. So you always kind of know that that's what's happening when you're at Second City UCB. I mean, you guys uh, performed at a big house, a very famous house. And so the moral of the story is, is I thought I was this like fossil, right? And I was so afraid. But what, what was cool for me was that by day, um, corporate America, sales and marketing, right? They're saying, uh, be yourself, but you know, copy me before you do it or do whatever you want with the presentation, but you know, call me first, right? And so, and you're wearing suits and the blazers and nothing against the blazers, you get my point. You really felt like you had to sort of fit inside a box. And I have always wanted to kick the lid off the box. And I've always lived life a little extra and improv was the first time literally a human being said to me, and I'll never forget Jay, it was before one of our very first live shows, you know, where you're coming up in improv, you have like little baby shows and then you get into the bigger shows and all that stuff. It was one of my first little baby shows. And he literally looked at all 15 of us and he says, all right, guys, tonight, I want you to go out there and I want you to fuck it up. I want you to fail yes. 
I want you to fail so hard. I want you to embarrass yourselves. I want you to fuck this up. And then the corporate Judy is going, what, what do you mean? I, I, mm -hmm. er, 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 robot, 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 error, error. And it was, it, and that is the shift. So no mistakes, only gifts. And those Honor shows are so fun. They're yes. so fun. When you're given permission to fuck up, you're like, oh, wait, I don't know how to do bad improv. This is going to be really good. Oh no. <laughs> the yes. only way you can fuck improv up is by controlling it by, uh -huh. and, and yes. by knowing it and by being like, no, you're not my mom. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're right. I'm not your mom. <laughs> Surprise. So how do I go with that? Right. But you're right. Yes. Protect the freak. Rachel Mason always used to say, whoever's playing that on stage, you know, and even in life, protect the freak, honor, honor the mistakes, uh, lean into the uncomfortable stuff, uh, have people in your circle that think and in, in vibe differently than you, because all of that's going to make you wiser on stage and in life, you know? Yes. And Big Sean said, no mistakes ever. It's only lessons Ooh. in one of his songs. I think, I think, and I don't fuck with you. I don't know. I love this. I don't fuck with, fuck with you. you? <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's my yes. theme song, by the way. That's my theme song to email. So when I open up my email, I'm like, I don't fuck with you, you little what? Wait, why? So it is because I have pretty extreme boundaries with my email because email is everybody else's priorities, right? So it doesn't mean we run businesses. We have successful podcasts. Mm -hmm. we're, we're out there slaying the game. So I've got to be engaged, but it is tempting to jump in and disrupt your day with everybody else's priorities. So I'm always thinking when I let, and I do it with Instagram and I'm like, oh, I want to go. Mm, I don't fuck with you. I fucking love you. <laughs> and I love this. I might start doing this. Steal it, borrow it, share it, use it. Because it is, it's just a fun way to remind yourself like, really, who's the boss? Who's the boss? Yes. yes. You know? Mm. And boundaries on the internet are like a new thing that we're kind of all navigating. Yes. And I know that I've had to, the block button is like my favorite button lately. <gasps> Tell us more, Leah. Yeah, give me more of that. Like, um, well, like this new job that I'm working at at Clever, there's just it being on the internet opens you up to trolls oh. and comments. And I'm just learning and old me i'm from philly i love talking shit i love confrontation part of me does i'm, I'm also a pisces moon so i'm also really <laughs> sensitive as fuck Ooh. um so i'm learning now to instead of engaging with it just block mm. delete and like and now i'm gonna start singing that song of like i don't fuck <laughs> with you and i don't need to explain myself or defend myself like you don't get to be a part of my energetic field anymore but it yes. took me time to learn how to do that. I'm still learning. Same. Me too. As a grown ass, 45 year old woman, I love the block and bless. I'm like block and bless, block and bless. Right. Like I, 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 I yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't negotiate the way I look at it. Like I'm here, always here for a healthy conversation, but like what's going on online is so sad. I mean, some of the things that are happening, even to our Olympic athletes, like you let down the whole country because you came in fifth place. Motherfucker, I'm in the Olympics. What are you yeah, doing right. right now? What like, have you done? You can't do anything. You could be the Pope 
well, whatever, whoever, it'll look like an athlete. <laughs> and you're still gonna piss somebody off. There are people that don't like dogs, right? Like, you know what I mean? And that's okay. So like, it is so dangerous out there right now, but my like, my philosophy is kind of like, I don't negotiate with terrorists, right? Like on the internet or in real life. Like if you're gonna come at me um, with love, I'm gonna give it to you back. And if you're gonna yeah. come at me with hate, I'm a block because there's my energy. I try not to go there. Right. But there's love or hate, love or hate, love yes. or hate. So whenever there's something going on in my life or it's something going on with my mom or something with my, you know, my, my, my husband uh, or something going on in my business, that's just friction and icky and weird. I'm like, all right, this is, there's some fear. What, what are they afraid of? Because it helps me think like even excuses when there's someone on my team or a teenager in my life making excuses. It's like, okay, you're, you're 99% of the time making excuses because there's something you're afraid of. So if we can get to the root of the fear, you know, then we can probably figure it. And it really takes your ego right out of it too. Again, this is an improv thing. It's not about me. It's about we. And, yes. and, and I think that again, the improv theater, yo, the Bible needs to like, this is the mm, Bible. This is right. No, I know it's so fucking mm. empowering. Yeah. That's so the it's kind of the opposite of the Bible. It's the <laughs> but word. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so empowering improv. And like, okay. I was getting a little future vision when you were talking there, Judy, like these digital boundaries at this point in time are still gatewayed through a physical boundary, which is your devices. Yeah. So you do still have a physical boundary you can touch. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if it's always going to be that way because it does seem like eventually that boundary becomes ingrained in the future. Interesting. Where it's mean? yeah. Tell us like, more literally everyone's wearing eye watches or whatever they're called apple watches mm, yeah. <laughs> we are wearing technology we're so close to like mm -hmm. ingraining it yeah. yeah so if we don't learn and and it's all accelerating faster and fucking yeah, faster yeah. so I think we are in a stage of like, if you don't learn those boundaries now, you're you're gonna be swept completely in, in the future. Mm. This feels like so important. And it's coming up so much, mm. energetic boundaries. I mean, yeah. buzzword, but like, it's coming up so much. Yeah. yeah. It's no joke. I mean, there's wearable technology I've heard of. Well, obviously right. the glasses and the Google glasses and the Snapchat, all this stuff. But like, even like contact lenses you can put in that do different things. And like, yeah, I mean, it's That's it's happening. I mean, you guys even remember, I did a talk one time. I, I created it like five or six years ago. And I opened the talk with the story of how, my name is Judith, um, but I had to go be cool in, in college and tell her, I'm, I'm now Judy, right? So I wanted to be a different name because I thought Judith was so basic and boring and I always hated my name. Uh, but what made me fall in love with my name early day, like when I was young, young was a show called the Jetsons because there was Judy Jetson, right? So Judy Jetson <sighs> was this girl of the future. Like I'm like, I wish my name was Sam or Samantha or something cool like James, but for a girl, like I always love these masculine names, maybe because I, I carry some of that energy. Um, so I play this video from the Jetsons and it was a technology conference about how to like be brave in a world that's changing, changing really fast. So I'm like, of course I'm gonna start with the Jetsons. But if you Google old school Jetsons stuff, like for, this was created like in the seventies and eighties, we, they were wearing eye watches. They were yeah. flying. I'm like, 
it is happening. It's all happening. And it's yeah. happening, like you said, Rachel, really fast. And so, so fast. boundaries are everything, everything. Mm-hmm. And what mm-hmm. a lot of people don't realize, here's a little truth bomb. So the email, the social media, I don't fuck with you, right? Emails other people's priorities, really, right? Doesn't mean we don't look at email, but it's other people's priorities. So get your work done, then go respond to the rest of the world. Um, The other thing to consider is goals or boundaries. And so a lot of people write off and play down goals and goal setting and what that shit looks like. But I'm always like, yo, think of it this way. If you were to build like your dream house, like a house or somewhere wherever you'd love to live, right? On the beach in downtown Manhattan, like whatever your dream is and you build that house, you would be absolutely insane to build that house without a blueprint. So why do we want, or you say you're going to Europe, you're gonna do this like crazy trip around Europe or Italy or Greek or whatever, Greece. And and you just, now maybe you might fly with it some of the times, but you're gonna book a flight and you're gonna get a hotel. In most cases, you're gonna plan some sort of little itinerary, but most specifically the house. You're not gonna build a house without an architect or a blueprint, right? So why do we leave to chance the blueprint that is our life and why it's important is for this exact reason. It doesn't mean I'm an improviser. It doesn't mean that I'm not flexible. A five-year plan is just a bunch of successful one-year plans. That's all that shit is, okay? So we work in our community, I have this thing called the vibe and thrive process and mindset, and it's it's 90-day windows. And we use our goals as motherfucking boundaries because if I know what my goals are, then I know what to say yes to and I know what to say no to, and it removes the shame and guilt because I'm like, nope, I'm hustling after this right now. Ooh. You know, I'm hustling after this, and it just takes it in like baby windows. Right. It sounds like and it's about knowing what you deserve and having an idea of the bigger picture, right? Beautiful self-worth and self-love wrapped up into one sandwich. And boundaries create freedom. Ooh. So really what we're getting to here is like, yeah, I'm going to, yes. <laughs> and this is so interesting synchronicity because I've been doing these poster boards of what the fuck do I want? Why the fuck do I want it? Then I corrected them to what the fuck do I think I want? Because we do get very caught up in thinking we know what we want. Yeah. And sometimes we're not digging deep enough to know what we really want. Anyways, so mad, mad woman, just writing all over the walls today, tore all that down because it's all a workshop. It's all process. And I slapped up these two new poster boards Mm -hmm. and I said, I am asking shame, fear, and guilt to step aside. When they step aside, what I really want is, and then it was so much more clear what I wanted. And I painted the picture of like real in detail, how it feels, how I so good. But yeah, like getting, getting that fear, shame, and guilt to the side so that we can get clear on what we want so that we can stick up for what we want with the boundaries and the goals. And those three words are why people are afraid to put themselves out there to make big choices because of, so when, yeah, you put that aside, that was actually my senior quote was no fear, no distractions from fight club by Chuck Paul. Damn, that's so badass. Isn't it? Oh my God. (laughs) 
No, it's very so badass. True. It's so true. So no fear, no distractions. The path is clear. Fair. If you put aside all that fear, it is crazy that even at 18, I was like, I'm this impressed. is my life motto. You are on the right path, girl, right? That's Thank exactly. you. Well, well I feel like when we're when we're young, we know, and then it yeah. gets unlearned. And then, yeah. 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 Then we unlearn. Yeah. Fear. I love that. No fear, no distractions. Um, I'm always reminding myself and people that I talk to who are, are stuck or maybe can't make a move on something. Um, Cause I think a lot of people find my work when they are in a place of like, Oh my God, I'm in a rut or uh, I'm stuck or I'm going through the motions or I need to leave this job or my relationship's miserable. And I'm afraid to make the next move. And I'm like always reminding people, listen, fear is actually a really basic, really boring one trick pony. It has one job and one job only. It's job is to stop you. Yeah, well, it's job is to stop you. So you stay small, stuck, safe, and just the same. So knowing this is power, because if we know fear's job is to stop us, then our job is to move. And this Mm -hmm. is why I love improv is not about the best thing, it's about the next thing. And I think the magic of momentum was one of the biggest takeaways from the improv theater that has pumped like so much rocket fuel into my life and into my business because I know to just move. Like pandemic, holler, move. Because if you don't move, you will get into deeper depression. You will, death anxiety will take you down. Like you will lose, you will lose what you've worked. You've got to move and you have to love and trust yourself enough to do it. And the same goes for your body too. When you're depressed, you have to move your body. Medicine. Medicine. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's talk more about the magic of momentum. And Judy, have you heard of Zip's law? No, but now I need to. Oh, you'll get down that rabbit hole. (laughs) You're going to like it. (laughs) So I've been on a pretty um, intentional mission to like hack Zips law since I learned about it. Z-I-P-S. Z-I-P-F as in Frank. Zips. Okay. Zips law. Interesting. You asked about the spelling because the law was originally discovered via language. Uh, This guy figured out that we use 20% of the words, 80% of the time, it's where the 80-20 principle comes from too. It comes from the from the negative space of this graph. But basically, Zipf's law is a graph that looks like a very steep curve up on the left, shooting straight down and then coasting on the right for a really long time. Okay. Where most people are is on that coasting on the right for a really long time. What I want to fucking do is go up to the left (laughs) because going up to the left is the concept of the positive snowball effect, momentum, the rich get richer, mm. uh, what you think about grows, whatever, like uh, to where, where attention goes, energy flows, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's that it's that. And it's like, I believe it is totally hackable. Wow. <laughs> you can get over there. I love And that. momentum. Momentum is a huge part of it because it's that snowball building mm. and catching more and more and more in a positive way. 100%. You can feel it at stadiums. You guys know the shit. Like if you ever go to a game or you're somewhere, you can feel it. If, if you're in a sport, you feel that energy. There's this great quote. Um, so I wrote a chapter in my book. Uh, I think it's chapter six. <laughs> I should know this. Chapter six, I think. It's 
called The Magic of Momentum. And I lead the chapter with a quote. Do you guys know who Jen Sincero is? Or Yeah, you're a badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are a mm-hmm. badass. So I, I led with this quote. It says, uh, Jen Sin- Sincero wrote, uh, Mo- momentum is a freight train full of fuck yes, right? Like this notion of like, you're just on this train going, fuck yes, fuck yes, fuck it. Like, and it doesn't mean that that train's not gonna hit some weird little places and you're gonna go through some like boring spots in Kansas and there's gonna be faster parts and slower parts and you have to make a few stops along the way. But if you're on the right train, it's typically a freight train full of fuck yes. And I just yes. visual of like, get me on that train. I'm going up. Like you said, like every now and then it may have to slow down and we may have to pick some people up. I don't know why I'm hating on. Or drop some people off. Or, <laughs> or drop some people off kick some people out of that bus, right? I don't mm-hmm. fuck with you. No. <laughs> when that song comes on the train, yeah. we get them right off. <laughs> That's when you know it's time. Well, that reminds me too of um, an improv exercise for people who are listening who don't do improv, like where you say, fuck yes, to whatever they said, how stupid it is, how dumb it is. You're like, fuck yes. And, and you make it even more extreme and you see how like, like crazy you can take it and usually the crazier on stage you are the more fun you're having because you're living in this like what the fuck am I doing but I'm having a blast kind of like weird energy I love it just so so does someone so the game would go like someone would just make a declaration like I just climbed the Eiffel Tower and then fuck yes and you're the first person with one arm to do it fuck yes and I can't believe how you got proposed to at the top fuck yes and I can't believe that he bought you the entire Tiffany store full of diamonds fuck yes and he even built a Tiffany store on the top of Mount Everest fuck yes and you realized you like cold sex fuck yes and I like that cold sex while I'm in a cold plunge pool Fuck yes, and your nipples are so hard that they're turning into actual diamonds from the Tiffany store. Fuck yes, and now they're selling them, and you're rich. Fuck <laughs> yes, and we rule the world, baby. Okay, I love that we just improvised. how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. That is great. That, that is great. so fun. And you can just feel the energy of it. And again, it goes back to no mistakes, only gifts. We're saying shit yes. that doesn't matter. It's heightening. Oh. It's exploring. It's possibility. It's taking yourself into places that may feel uncomfortable, but just being brave enough to say, fuck it and fuck. Yes. And is it, Judy, do you think it's the fear of failure that mostly holds people back from allowing there to be these mistakes? and turn them into opportunities. Don't you guys think like, oh my God, what if um, I fuck it up? What if I don't make it? What if people make fun of me? What if I look stupid? What if I actually do fail? One of the um, things that has helped me over the years, you know, I'm all about taking my power back from bullshit, right? So whether it's my fucked up relationship with my mom or whether it is my relationship, my ongoing relationship with alcohol and figuring that shit out or whatever it may be, I'm always trying to take my power back and like imposter syndrome is another one. So I'll give you an example. So imposter syndrome, and I'll give you an example of how I do this with failure and mistakes too. And these two ideas have helped me tremendously from an entrepreneurial and just kicking ass in life perspective. So let's take imposter syndrome. Um, 
if you are achieving at high levels and usually if you're breathing oxygen, you're going to feel like an imposter unless you're a complete narcissistic liar, right? We're all going to feel, and you, and it is documented as um, feelings of inadequacy despite proof of evident success. So instead of me saying, um, oh no, imposter syndrome's arrived again. I'm a loser. I feel like shit. I'm never going to make it. I instead go, ooh, Imposter syndrome's arrived because I've arrived. I've arrived. Mm. Because when you feel fear, you're doing it right. When you feel like an imposter, you're doing it right. When you, when, when you could fuck it up and there's a chance of failure, you're doing it right. If you feel uncomfortable, you're probably doing it right. So instead of me giving imposter syndrome the power, I go, Oh, I've arrived. This means that I want more for myself. This means I see something in her or him or it or the thing that I want for myself. And it means that I think I could be ready. And that is an empowering way to say fuck you to that feeling and fuck mm. yes to yourself, right? That was like hot. I know. I know. <laughs> Witches, you heard us talking about how mindset is almost everything when it comes to success. Well, what better way to get your mindset in check than to go to BetterHelp, the OG source for online therapy. Obviously, you listen to this show and you know Basic Witches is fueled by vulnerability. And the reason yes. we're able to be so vulnerable is because we've gone to therapy and done this work on our mind. It is work, but it can be great. <laughs> and it can get better with help. So lean into this resource available to you whenever and wherever you are. And we're going to help you out with a witchy discount. You get 10% off just for listening to this show. Use the code BASICWITCHES at checkout. Go to betterhelp.com slash basicwitches for 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash basicwitches. Now we better get back to the episode. It's like a sexy motherfucking way to reframe a scary thing. And I do that with failure too. I will be like, one of the things I did when I was working in corporate, uh, we, we, we threw failure parties, mistake. What? So yes. I, and I do it in my business. I want to go to one of so those. Oh, probably so fun. So, fun. so here's what you do. So if you're working in like corporate or whatever, nine times out of 10, something really bad happens, you miss a goal or you don't hit a target or you lose a client and you're in a meeting in a boardroom and it's just, uh, and it's awful. And it's- It's called a boardroom for a it's reason. Great. I never quite thought of that. And that is so <laughs> All the boardrooms I've sat in, that's fucking epic right there. Um, a forever student. And I love that. You'll see an Instagram post next week. Let me take that fucking note down, right? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll give you credit, Abby. Um, yes. so, okay, you're in all these disempowering meetings, right? Talking about all the shit that went wrong. Why not flip the script? 
Because I think it takes guts to try new things and put yourself out there, right? And so we could change cultures inside of organizations, companies, teams, human beings, and families when we instead choose to celebrate the shit that went wrong and uh, empower ourselves to lean into all the things that we learned from the perceived failures. So I would get, like, I'd rent a conference room, I would put on like a high vibe Spotify playlist, we get some flip charts or a whiteboard, we write the failure or whatever it is up on the board. I get like cake pops, confetti. We get everybody into the room and we'd be like, we failed baby, woo! <laughs> Let's go. What did we learn? How are we better? Where are we going? What are we gonna do differently? And fuck yes, are we brave, right? Yes, we tried. And that is a shift, right? This is the work we're doing so much inside the House of And right now, because yes, and throughout the history of time in corporate America, or in improv rather, that's taught in corporate America, those two words have always gone together. But I believe that and is Batman and yes is Robin, because you can say yes and still be complacent. It mm. is and that opens the true door to possibility and you are doing it, you two are anding, you're taking something and doing it different and cracking open new doors and you're not afraid to fuck it up and get it wrong so you can get it right. And this is how we change our lives in the world and really um, have more serendipity in our life, which is what we all want. Yeah. I have goosebumps when you said the and is the like the and is what you're adding. That's your special magic. The yes is is agreeing with others, which is so important to work together to coexist. It's wrong. But the and is what you have control over and you just like made me really see it's that. It's an aha moment. It's an, and that's what we're building in the House of And. I mean, we are leaning into this idea that you do not have to let the box you are in be the box you are in just because it's the box you are fucking in. You can blow the lid off of that box if you are brave enough to add something new, to do things different to crack open the door, to open a door and go into a place. I mean, I've got, a, I'm going to an event tonight. So let me back up. One of the, the mission behind the work we're doing, leaning into the ampersand and the and moment is that we want to activate both discomfort and joy to give people more breakthrough moments, right? And so you think of all the big things in your life uh, that have changed your life, hello, uh, being attacked and having mm -hmm. an assaulter, uh, very uncomfortable. And look at the joy uh, it's given you from a perspective of being able to help others and move forward and be a light and show and model that you do not have to be a victim to your circumstances, which is how you've bewitched yourself with all the breakthrough moments that you now have earned, right? So you have anded the shit out of it. You didn't just say yes, you anded the shit out of it, right? And so, yes, right. And and Lee, I, I'm sure Lee, you've got a, a million examples as well of moments that you said, okay, yeah, this is a thing, but how can I make this thing even more of it, but put my swagger on it? So I've got this event tonight, and I'm like, I said yes to the invitation, um, and I'll know some people. It's Jessica's wife. It's her 40th, oh. uh, it's her second 40th birthday party and, and book signing. And um, I'm going, 
I'll, I'll know her. She's the hostess. You know how that goes. You can't like just hang out with the hostess. So I'm walking into an environment where I don't know who I'm going to know. Uh, totally uncomfortable, but definitely joy because I know it's going to be fun and the right thing to do. And I'm going to meet some, and I know it could lead to a breakthrough moment because who the fuck knows who could be in that room? Like, who could I meet? What could I do? What could happen? And it's when we're brave enough to walk into these uncomfortable moments that the good shit happens. It's just yes. working up the courage to do it. Okay. Have you read the book Grit? No, but I need to. Angela Duckworth. Angela Duckworth. I'm listening to it right now and oh, it's so good. Okay. And it, I forget the percentage, but it was like um, uh, per, some percent, let's say 60% of success is showing up. Yes. Like literally showing up. That's the boldest thing because some people, maybe even most people don't. Yeah. And that could be as, as small as like entering a party oh, or like putting yourself out there or like joining right. a dating app, whatever it is, all these ways of like showing up. Cause most people are afraid to do that. I love that statistic. Yes. Holy shit. I've never heard it. I wish I knew the number, then it would be that a real statistic. Right. I mean, <laughs> it sounds about right. I could Google it. I'll Google it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think Tina Fey once said like really success is like 90% delusion and 10% actual smarts. Like yes. literally believing, you know, back to manifest station and abundance and yeah, all that mindset, but it's, you got to believe you got to believe or else you're, you're done for, you know, in in all the conferences you do and stuff, cause you, you work a lot with corporate people. Do you find that people are also afraid of success Mm -hmm. for sure? Are they more so afraid of success or failure from what you see? Um, Ooh, gosh, that's such a good question. I feel like Failure is the one that I hear about the most because I think the, the fear of success is a sneaky one. I don't think we realize that's what we're really afraid of because the reason we're afraid of failure is nine times out of 10, probably because, holy shit, what if it works? Will, will I still be the same version of me? Will I still have the same friends? Will people still, will I still need? Oh my God, I will change. And it's the change, the change that comes out of, out of success that I think terrifies the shit out of most of us. I mean, I'm in the middle of a big growth spurt right now and our business is going a totally different direction and I'm terrified most days. So thank God I've had the training, but it is, there's this great quote by Stephen Pressfield. Um, Oh my gosh, who I was going to bring up, author of the tools, co-author of the tools. Go on. He is like, I call him like my fear doctor, the war of art. You all have read the- Oh, sorry, the war of art. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, go read. If you are listening right now and you have not read The War of Art, my goodness, I've read it. go get that book. It, it, it yes, changed yes. everything for me. There's this beautiful quote inside of it. He, I'm going to paraphrase here, but it's to the fear of success. To your point perfectly, Leah. It was along the lines of, you know, the, the, the real fear isn't, you know, this fear that we have of death, of speaking, of losing everything, of sacrificing our dreams, of, of health, losing our health, of all, you know, even death in itself, the real fear, the mother of all fears, the fears that the fear that's so close to us that even when we say it, we don't believe it is the fear that will succeed. Like the fear that will actually freaking do it right and failure 
is what prolongs the prolific moment of success, right? And, and so some people can get addicted to that failure cycle because <gasps> being successful allows them, it's vulnerable because A, you went after what you want and you have what you want. And some people will try to take that from you or bring you down. And that I, I think that is what makes people so scared to succeed is because it's so vulnerable and it's also vulnerable if you don't believe on the subconscious level that you deserve it because you'll self-sabotage it or give it away (laughs) worthy like i'm always writing down like i am worthy i am worthy of wealth i am worthy of health i am worthy of success i am worthy of whatever it is i'm chasing because dude if you don't believe i mean i titled the first chapter of my book love yourself because like that doesn't work nothing else works literally and that's why my course is learn to fucking love yourself oh, learn to fly <laughs> yes know that. yes it's a self-love course because i believe it's the first step to everything okay. if you're not on your own team truly what are you going to do for yourself or the world you will just continue to self-sabotage we are so taught to hate mm. ourselves we are literally ingrained yeah. okay but i have to go back to the idea of believing it, believing it's possible because there's this concept I recently picked up on that I think will so help listeners who are struggling with how, how I just don't believe it. How can I get myself to believe it? Okay. You don't actually have to start with fully believing it. You just have to be open to the possibility. That's one of my favorite words. I just got goosebumps. Yes. Me too. Goosebumps. It helped. It's helping me so much. Like, yeah. Be open to the possibility. Yes. But if you aren't at least open to the possibility, truly it's not going to happen because you have to at least be open to the possibility, then get to the point of believing, Mm. then it will happen. Right. Right. And yes, I also love war of art. The other book I was thinking of the tools, which has a Stephen co-author. One of them is a Stephen. Um, I'm blanking on the names, but they show this really simple stick figure diagram and it's a drawing of you like an arrow going through a cloud of fear and just on the other side is opportunity yeah and it's literally what you said of if you feel the fear you're doing it right doing it right the path to opportunity is fear it just is the biggest best things are on the other side of fear yeah i'm afraid doesn't mean i shouldn't Yes, yes. yes. And there's a reason fake it till you make it is a saying. It's because you also have to like do the motions and it feels uncomfortable because it's new and different. And part of that is most of that is mindset. And then taking the actions is like, you got to fake it till you make it sometimes. And even when you've already made it, you have to continue to fake it because you then have imposter syndrome. It's like, once you love yourself, Leah, the, the, the edit of that, the self-love evolution on that quote, um, maybe at the beginning, we're faking it until we make it. We've all been there. But once we love ourselves and we believe and there, the doors open to possibility, we make it till we make it. We make it. Yes, we because we're on making it. You yep. Know? Yes. Love because that. our view of ourselves now is more yes. And it yes. is actually believing. Yes. Oh yeah. It makes sense. Yes. Yes. I am a success. Yes. Oh, I, I did do that. Well, I did do that. Well, I'm not going to critique how I just did that. Like, yeah. because I actually love myself. 
I love oh. Emily said like, uh, so now Rachel, you're making me think differently. So there's this um, thing I, I would always say to myself, okay, believe, move, receive, get right. Like, so believe it, get your ass moving and then receive whatever is meant for you. Now I almost want to start it with like open, like be open, then believe like, so you almost, and maybe there's a better word for openness, but it's this, this sense of like, it's almost like possibility, right? You have to have that possibility mindset and then you got to believe that you're worthy of it. And then you got to move your ass. Right. And then yes. guess what? You can cash those checks, but it has yes. to go in that order. Right. So I love okay. openness even before belief. That's a beautiful insight. Yeah. And get this synchronicity happening right now. Okay. I'm going to tie this all together from where we were. Before I love serendipity too. I know me too. Okay. We both, we all do here. Oh yeah. So I went to a full moon gathering, a full moon circle. Uh, it was all femmes, um, under the moon. And what I walked away with was some down two two word downloads, um, that I wrote on pieces of paper, which are right now sitting on my counter in the other room. Oh. One said it's possible. <sighs> the other one said, yes. <laughs> literally what this whole conversation is right now happening. And this is about a week ago yeah. from when we're recording this. Okay. Now at that moon circle, overwhelmingly the theme and the actual words used that all these feminine people were bringing up was, I feel stuck in a box. I want to be out of the box. And I've been wanting to go back to when we were talking about you wanting to kick the lid off of the box, Judy. Like, yeah. how do people do that? How do people say, fucking fuck it, I'm kicking yeah. the lid off. Yeah, so they do. So, okay, the two words that you wrote down on those pieces yeah. of paper that downloaded to you are the words, ironically, that have shaped your life the most and honestly saved your life, right? Yeah. Yes, because yes was a word and possibility really is and. Yeah, it is possibility. So the way anyone gets out of the box, I don't care whether you're a teacher, a bartender, um, a basic witch, um, an improviser, a speaker, a writer, whatever. It doesn't um, stay at home mom. It doesn't matter what you do or where you are. The way you kick the lid off of any box that you're in is you and it. It could mean adding something new trying something you've never done before, taking a class, making a phone call, doing the uncomfortable board, setting goals for the first time in your life so you can set them some motherfucking boundaries for the first time in your life. It could be, you know, it's anding, it's it's opening a door that you might not have opened. It's uh, taking a different drive, listening to a new station. It's, it's remix. I mean, really, your job, you're, you're a DJ in this life because if you went to a club and all the dj at the club did was play the same record on repeat that club would go out of business your job is to take the things that are happening to you and find a way to remix them in your life either to monetize them or to make a change this means and this is where people get stuck that you got to do the work you got to number <laughs> yeah. one you pick your head up you have to be awake. You have to engage in your life and not walk around like this. We have, and I was holding my phone for those of you listening, right? We have to vibe up. We have to lift up. We have to look up, look around, talk, communicate, engage, do the uncomfortable things required to earn the comfort that we so desire. And this is how we kick the lid off of any box that we're in. And people don't want to hear that because it takes work. 
Yep. Yep. Oh, I get why you're a speaker. I can listen to you speak forever. <laughs> I'm like, like, yes, I'm like this, is, <laughs> this is good. You guys, I might go down in history is uh, one of my favorite interviews. This is so, oh. this is so good. And what people don't realize, yeah. and you know, you're, first of all, you're really great at what you do and you guys have a, a beautiful aura, energy, all of it. Um, and what you may not realize because you two are so good at what you do. Um, I did not get one piece of show prep or a note or Judy, hey, here's what we're gonna talk about today. Like, and I think that is such, first of all, it's improv. Um, yes. Which is so cool. And second of all, you know, of course, you know my work. You get to know me and we've gotten to know each other. You just don't bring on people on your show that you you don't have an interest in. And so I'm so grateful to be here. Uh, but you guys are really good at what you do and what you're listening to right now is an evolution of improvisers who have figured out how to trust and love themselves enough to know what works and what doesn't. So I commend you for that. And I hope anybody listening right now knows that the only way Rachel and Leah got to where they are today is that they were brave enough to hit record on the first show and make the first post and do the first you guys do ceremonies? I don't know. How do you become a yes, <laughs> yes, we do. I have so yes, many exactly. questions for you. We need to get to my show. <laughs> well, yes, please. That. I kind of want to do you guys in uh, to. October uh, to be yes. honest. I don't want to yes. be cheesy about it, but there's, I have like Fuck a yeah. questions. Anyway, um, just really, it, 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 the vibe is so high, but I love that you, you're literally walking the talk because they're, we're improvising right now. And I think people yep. can feel your authentic energy. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. We receive that and we fucking did. appreciate that. Yeah. And you're exactly right. We, we, there's no shortcut. Nope. <laughs> there are ways to do it faster. I think loving yourself makes, makes the good shit come a lot faster, mm -hmm. but, uh, there's still the hard work now, the yes of yes. And it's acceptance, right? Yeah. That's such a big piece that we kind of haven't have like broken yes. down. Yeah, and we have to say no. And we can even use, here's a fun one. You can use yes and to say no. So I've done this in the speaking world. So people want things or, you know, I'm on site and they're like, great, can you stay and facilitate a breakout later in the day or do this panel? And I'll be like, yes. And my feet for that is dot, dot, dot. Yes. Yes. So then it's their no, not my no. Yes. Oh, I love that. I, I, that I'm so glad you brought that up because I think a lot of people get stuck on like, oh, so I should just say yes to everything. And like, no matter, even if I don't want to do it, it's like, no, That's then in mean. that instance, you should say yes to yourself. Yes. And That's then yeah, what, what you're saying is then offering the possibility budget to them. <laughs> and you could do that at anything. Like, you know, can you take my, um, Hey, uh, Rachel, can you take my kid to carpool the rest of the week. And you're like, I don't want to fucking take your kid to carpool. Not that you guys are taking kids to carpool. I just, I just pulled that one out of my ass, but it's like, yeah. yes. And, um, it, it would, it's, I need gas money or, and or, I can only right. do it on Wednesday or, and I can do it um, on Fridays only like set a boundary with it. Boundaries it keeps coming again. back coming back mm. to boundaries, but yes, it's important, but so is no, so is no. And we can use yes. And, um, even as a tool to say yes to ourselves, you know, mm -hmm. the carpool might not have been the get best example, but you hear what I'm saying? Just no, oh, yeah. totally. of ways to like, get yourself out of the shit you don't want to do to honor yourself. But when we know what our goals are, it's a lot easier to know what to say no to. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. And when we love ourselves, it's a lot easier to know what our goals are. It's, it's like, it's yes. 
Hey. Where was this in high school? Where was this? I school? know. Like, come on. The real tools the real, for the life. The real shit. The yes. real shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I hope you will say yes to getting a reading from us. Uh, yes. Like, are we doing it now or like? Do yes. We- yes. Oh, yes. Um, I have a few decks. Rachel, do you? I'm not feeling called to one yet. So maybe it's okay. on your end. Okay. I have the sacred self-care Oracle, the goddess Oracle and my deck of hearts. Um, but what, what's on your mind? What's on your heart? Um, usually whatever comes up first is kind of what you want to ask about. So yeah. What would you like to ask? Oh my God. This, I feel so honored. Okay. So, um, I think what's on my mind and what's on my heart right now is this new path of possibility that, that I'm on as we build out, um, uh, you know, a, a, an e-commerce company, a, 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 an apparel line, you know, an education and apparel line that is rooted in serendipity. And there's a lot of fear there, but also um, a lot of mad excitement. And so we're bringing in new people and am I trusting the right people? And am I, you know, all these things that I'm stepping in, I'm opening a door uh, that is a little scary to crack open. So I feel really aligned, uh, but sometimes I, you know, just like everybody else, get a little afraid that I may be fighting off a little too much. Mm. Yes. Okay. Thank you for asking. Yeah. What do we need to know for this new land of opportunities and possibilities? Do you want me to ask a specific question? Is this me? No, that's beautiful. No, that was beautiful. That's it. Um, So let's all think about that question. Take a deep inhale, hold it at the top and then exhale. Okay. When I inhaled, I started swaying like a tree. And then I heard be firm, like be firm in yourself rooted like a tree. I saw you skipping going la 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 It was like a little kid. <laughs> so I feel I skipped yesterday for the first time in a long time. Ironically, that comes. Yeah. I skipped. Okay. When was the last time you skipped? Yeah. Right. For it's me, it was fun. a few months ago. And before that it was years. Skipped. So yeah, like, you know, when you skipped. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Play. Okay. Okay. Brigitte, don't back down. Brigitte. Okay. It says stand up for what you believe is right. Oh, damn. Damn. Could you describe the look of this card for listeners? So it is a fierce brunette. Her hair is blowing in the wind. She's got this magical blue aura. She's lit up from the inside because she seems to be holding her heart. Mm -hmm. Um, And that heart is in a magical red, yellow, orange aura, which is actually lighting up her face. And um, it says really big up top, don't back down. Holy Wow. Okay. message from Bridget. Okay. First, be quite clear about your intentions. If you're unclear, then confusion will lessen your power and force. Mm. Like a candle in the dark, be very clear and bright in what is acceptable to you in this situation. Make no mistake, 
I will guide and protect you. And yet think of the unparalleled rise in your own viewpoint if you are to stand up for yourself and speak up about your needs and your deepest truth. Now is the time to touch your power for its heat and flame will ignite your passion, which will propel you forward in countless ways. Even in the face of fear, you can still stand up for your ideals and your truth. (laughs) Be unwavering and make your stand today. Okay, and I said be firm like a tree, be rooted. Various meanings of this card. Be assertive. Don't worry about what others think. Trust that your actions will work out fine. Mm -hmm. Speak your truth. Stick to your opinions and put your foot down. You better stop it. Root down, root down. A lot of that. And Brigitte looks, I mean, she is rooted, isn't she? This, this is a woman that. In the modeling, we'd say she's straight to camera. Yeah, she she is. is. She's a Celtic triple goddess, which means that she represents three aspects of woman, the young virgin, the nurturing and loving mother and the crone sage wise woman. Wow. That's so beautiful. Thank you for that. Um, and and it really lands. I think it's easy to get. I think I, I wonder. I, I don't want to assume, but I bet you guys worry about some of those similar things. You know, the yeah. fear of, you know, uh, someone. You know, the whole people pleasing thing. And I'm like, listen. Yes. I think we want to. Unless you're a narcissist, of course you want people to like your you and your work. And and of course, but what we don't want to do is be codependent on other people's liking us or not. Like, you know what I mean? So people pleasing is okay. You want people to like you, but you don't want to be codependent on how that lands. And I mean, there are so many instances from the way my book is titled to the work that we're doing now where people have tried to get me to move another direction. And I have rooted down in my conviction that I lead with love, I write with love, and I create with love. And if you don't get that, then this isn't, I don't fuck with you. You naughty words in that song, but that's a, yeah. a callback right there. I got a right. Yeah. Yes. Wow, what a card! But yes, I needed to hear that, and I needed that reminder that it sounds like I am on the right path, and the path of possibility is yeah. Keep moving on. Okay. A hundred percent. I mean, we just got the direct reflection of everything you stated this episode. Yes, everything we talked about. Acceptance. Like, yes. Even what you wrote down on those those pieces of paper, yes, and possibility. And like, there's so many serendipitous moments here. It's beautiful. I can't wait to get y'all on some ampersand swag. So mailing addresses, I want to, I want you to pick out anything you want Uh, as improvisers. This is this is it, right? This is it. You guys yeah. are doing it. So, um, yeah. Thank you. Wow, Thank you so much. This was so okay. fun. This, this was, was a so blast. fun. Now, where can our amazing listeners go find you, Judy? Oh, I love it. So I think from a social media perspective, Instagram is always my fa- favorite place to hang out. Judy Holler. Holler. Pretty easy to remember. And I'm Judy with an I. So um, obviously you guys will link up in show notes. Um, and then our, 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 our store, 
our 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 um, house of and community. It's so much more than a store, but it's um, it's a, a collection of uh, empowerment inspired ideas that will help you live a, a braver life and, and chase down more serendipity. That is all at the house of and, and we spell house like Lady Gaga does, and that's H A U S of O F. And A N D. That's the best place to keep up with our work there. And listen to Yes And. Oh, my podcast. She <laughs> also has a podcast that's so inspiring. Yes, <laughs> I know. yes it's called Which Yes the basic And. Witches are going to be on. That's right. Go go find our episode listen to the other juicy episodes that are already out it's super inspiring and uplifting it's like pump up music but words so that's how I would describe it (laughs) as a listener myself um and then let's wrap up this fucking beautiful episode with a basic blessing something we're each grateful for today Mm. Mm, I'm grateful for that block button baby oh Oh. Hell yeah. I am grateful to be in the city of Chicago for the next 24 hours, the city that uh, brought me to the improv theater and taught me so much of what I now know. So it's a special Mm. place for me here. So I'm here, I'm home. Oh, Mm. hell yeah. I'm so grateful for my messy mistakes and for forgetting to say I'm a perfectionist in recovery. Oh, yay. Aren't we always in recovery from something or the other? I'm I'm with you. (laughs) Damn. I can't yes and this enough, Judy. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) Coming out of my skin. I don't know what we're all doing here, but we're flapping our wings. (laughs) Like fucking the fucking goddess angels that we are. Flying away. Thank you so much. This was a blast. Pleasure. Back at you, babes.